0: Stand-up Nuggets Nation, it's now time for the Mile High Hoops Podcast with Zach By, Presented by Superbook Sports, on your home for the most Nuggets content, Denver's Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. What is up and welcome to another edition of the Mile High Hoops Podcast. As always, I am your host, Zach By, And as always, I appreciate you spending a sliver of your busy day with me here on the pod. Reacting to... The news that was announced this morning from ESPN's Adrian Warjanowski that yes, the thing that we have long speculated would happen for a second consecutive year, it is coming into focus. Nikola Jokic has been voted the NBA's most valuable player for the second consecutive season. We're gonna hear a formal announcement of that expected later in the week. Um, okay, a lot lot to get here. A lot lot, lot to get to here. Uh, Jokic, 27 years old, is already back-to-back league MVPs. To try to articulate his arc as a player from being picked in the second round when a Taco Bell commercial was on the screen and his name is just rolling across as a footnote in time. To eventually be the 13th ever back to back league MVP is something that, in the most literal sense, we have never seen before. Now, we talked about this a year ago that uh, only he and Willis Reed were the only MVPs picked in the second round, but really, Willis Reed doesn't qualify. There was eight teams in the league at the time. So, yeah, technically he's a second round pick, but he's, he was also like, you know, like the 13th pick in the draft or whatever it was. So, that doesn't really, that doesn't, um, that doesn't actually uh, uh, make much sense. So, Jokic, really, for all intents and purposes, uh, the first ever back to back or the first ever MVP of the second round, but now you you put an additional award on it. You put an additional league MVP. There is no precedent like the one that we're seeing. There's just not. And he is here for a multitude of reasons. Okay. And it was a few months back, a few podcasts back, that I went through like the four legs of the chair that hold up the MVP argument. It's the raw stats. It's the advanced stats. It's the context of what he uh, overcame in the 2021-2022 season. And then it's also the eye test was the fourth leg of that chair. And if you look at the raw numbers, like if you cast a vote for Jokic a year ago, you almost painted yourself into a corner to, to, to cast that same vote because he was just... Significantly better year over year. The, the raw stats were better. He averaged a career high 27, 27.1. He averaged a career high near 14 rebounds a night. That was second in the NBA, that trailed only Rudy Gobert. And he also averaged eight assists a game, and that was eighth in the league. So a top 10 scorer, top 10 rebound, top five rebounder, top 10 assister. And then like, it doesn't get more raw numbers than he is the first player in NBA history with 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 500 assists. Like, like the, the, the thought out there that, like, oh, you need a calculator and a syllabus and need to understand Raptor scores and, you know, da-da-da-da. Like, uh, no. Like, I don't need any of that to finish the sentence that Nikola Jokic is the first player in NBA history with 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 500 assists. It's as simple as it gets. A room full of eighth graders would get it. All right. And you're you're also talking about a player in Jokic that for this season you're talking about a player who led a playoff team a playoff team in points, in rebounds, in assists, in steals and blocks. It's never been done, guys. The guy averages the same amount of steals as Kyrie Irving and you know I said this to our morning show it's like we love comparisons in sports okay we love them and we use them to try to quantify someone with something that's already been quantifiable so we say um, we've all seen the side-by-side highlights of Kobe Bryant Michael Jordan right what an what an awesome timeless comparison like the way that Kobe patterned his game after Jordan is just—it's stunning. To like where like the, the, it looks like a, a hologram of one another, or, or the side by sides are incredible. You can hit play, and they're all synced up. Um, you think of a player like Trey Young. You know, Trey Young modeled his game after Steph Curry. I think that's like a very relatable comp. Like if you were going to describe Trey Young's game to someone who had never seen him but did know Steph Curry, you would use Steph. Uh, as at his example with the handle, the range, all that, the size. With Jokic, there's not really a fair comp. He's got the body of Shaquille O'Neal, the mindset of Steve Nash, like and, and you can say like Arvita Sabonis, but like look up Sabonis' numbers. He wasn't he wasn't as great as a pastor as he was, he wasn't passionate like Jokic. You know, you're talking about a seven-foot center who's one of the assist leaders in the league, but he's also, like, diagnoses a game the way that Larry Bird does. Like, you have to, he's like a creative player. And I remember, like, growing up playing, like, NBA Live, like, you you, you can mess with all the, you know, strengths and weaknesses and, you know, make them look a certain way. Like, that's, Jokic is, he's a creative player. And I'm sort of seeing that a little bit with uh, John Morant, by the way, that, like, who, like, who does he, who does he look, what, what, what games does his best resemble? Like, is it Derrick Rose? Is it Allen Iverson? Like, he's got the athleticism of, of Vince Carter. Um, you know, he's got the, the, the killer instinct uh, scoring, like AI. Uh, I mean, he's just, he's, he's, a, he's unique. But Jokic, to even more, a further degree, is just a definition of a unicorn. He's a generational talent. And that phrase gets thrown around too much, but he's the definition of generational talent. And now he's got a seat at the big boy table. Now you're a two-time MVP. Now you're now you're in the class. Like, you wanna know who's done this? Like this is the list. This is the list of back to back MVP award winners. Okay. I said Jokic was the thirteenth. Bill Russell, who was the first to ever do it. Will Chamberlain, okay, in the in the mid to late sixties. And he's one of just three, I believe, to ever win three straight. And the most recent to do that is Larry Bird, I think, is '84, '85, '86. So that, like, now Jokic is one step away from doing that. You think it's unthinkable, but so did probably all of us last year. Um, Bill Russell, Wilt, Kareem. All right, now Kareem did it on two occasions. He did it with the Bucks in the early '70s, and he did it with the Lakers in the mid '70s uh and he had, he's got six of them things so kareem's just in his own stratosphere but you got bill russell wilt chamberlain kareem abdul jabbar moses malone did it and what made his super interesting is that he did it he won back-to-back mvps he switched teams in the middle of that he switched teams it was with the uh, rockets and then with the with the sixers larry bird did it just talked about him winning 3 in a row all right uh Wilt, Russell, and Bird are the three uh, that had won three in a row. Magic Johnson did it. Michael Jordan did it. Tim Duncan did it. Um. Oh, and by the way, like, so, so he won the MVP twice. Jokic has the same amount of MVPs as Tim Duncan, huh? Steve Nash did it. LeBron did it. Uh, Curry did it. With one of those being the only unanimous MVP. Uh ever. Giannis did it and now Nicola. That's the list. Which one of those guys didn't do a backflip into the Hall of Fame? Which one? Bill Russell? Wilt? Kareem? Moses Malone? Larry? Magic? Michael? Duncan? Nash? LeBron? Curry? Giannis? Everyone's a first ballot guy. And, and and that's who Jokic is now. Like that's that that's just the way things are now. Guys, I am not joking when I say that I think Nikola Jokic is a Hall of Famer right now. For real. I, like, that. I don't think that's a hot take. I think at 27 years old, if he never played again for whatever bizarre reason, knock on wood, don't. I'm not trying to tempt their fate, whatever. But for real, he's seventh on the all-time triple-double list. Seventh. Like, we're talking about a guy now. He hasn't achieved the team success. So we're going to talk about that just a little bit uh, later at the back stretch. But like you're talking about a guy. Yes, he he's got he's got a, a top five uh, MVP season where he finished fourth in 2019, and now he's got two MVPs to go on top of that. Guys, it would not shock me. And there's a stat, and I don't, don't I don't know it off the top right off the top of my head. But like Derek Jeter, Derek Jeter finished like top 10 in AL MVP voting like 13 like straight years or something like that. We are in the middle of a run where Jokic is going to finish top five in MVP voting probably, so now he's at three. He'll probably be like seven, eight times if he can stay healthy where he'll be flirting with the MVP, top five, top three in voting, whatever it's going to be. Like that's that's where we're at. So – it's just the most rarefied air in the history of the Denver Nuggets. We've never seen anything like this. I mean, just 2 years ago, I'd be here on the fan and we're still arguing if Nikola is the greatest nugget of all time. The greatest nugget of all time. And then 2 years in the future, just how silly does that conversation sound like? It, it, you know, who who would be second? Who's even who's even second in the conversation? Now we can come up with a second but like in legitimate in a legitimate way to dethrone him no no one's even close you think of a name like Carmelo Carmelo was never even first team all-league let alone winning an mvp and now we got two of them stacked on top of one another like an ice cream sandwich incredible just incredible so and then and and, and so going back to like the 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 four legs of the mvp case the raw numbers brilliant the advanced numbers guys according to player efficiency rating per it's the greatest single season of all time now i'm not telling you it's the greatest single season of all time but that's what the per says in addition to the numbers like so the raw numbers make the the, the raw numbers are matching up the the absurdity of you know the per and on off numbers and all this stuff like it it it's the 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 raw numbers yell mvp the advanced numbers scream it the eye test. If you're watching the team the way uh, as closely as someone like I maybe you uh, have, the 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 eye test tells the story as well. He's dominant now. If you're just watching highlights on Instagram, you may not see Nikola as much because he plays below the rim. He's not. I, I don't know if he's got a true legitimate poster in his career. So that's just not who he is. So the the eye test, definite check, and then the context of what he overcame. This was a team that nearly won 50 games this season, finished 48 games, and was missing two of their three leading scorers. Who else could do that? Like, wh- wh- did, did, you see, did you see the Sixers play without Embiid? Did you see LeBron play without uh, Anthony Davis? You're talking about two of the three. What team goes over their uh, estimated total, win total in the season, missing their, two of their three best players? It's absurd. Alright, it's just flat out absurd that they won forty eight games with Jokic and the guys who he was playing with. Like, who is the Nuggets' second best player? You might get you might get multiple answers on that one. Now, I think it's Aaron Gordon, but if Aaron Gordon's your second best player, look at any team in the playoffs, he would be the worst second best player of any team. Of any team. So there's just natural context to um what what he did and the way that he did it. Now, we, and we had a conversation about this on the air today. You could fairly suggest that this should never happen again. And and, and what I mean by that is there should be enough reinforcements to the left and right of Nicola coming that the absurdity of the numbers, he's not going to have to fill the void that he was filling. I don't think Nicola wants to be maybe taking uh, quite as many shots or being as um, uh, dominant of a focal point that's like traditionally not who he's been. Now, maybe he's just unlocked this different version of himself, and it doesn't matter who's playing to the left and right of him. But you would think with all the scoring that was lost uh, and some of that coming back with Jamal and Michael Porter Jr. and guys sort of settling back into their originally intended roles— that maybe you're not seeing some of the usage as high and maybe some of the advanced um, uh, data will be a little bit different. I, I, I don't know. I said you could fairly argue, and I'm not saying that, that if if Nicola, you know, that it's impossible to do because I threw this out to our friend Matt Moore, the Action Network, and he's like, yeah, what if the numbers are just a little bit different, And but they're the one seed and they're winning 56 games? Like, what? It, it would he be less of an mvp because the numbers uh, aren't as crazy maybe it's not 14 rebounds maybe it's 12 and a half maybe it's not 27 plus points maybe it's 24 and a half or 25 like who knows who knows what it's going to look like um but i think it's a fair suggestion anyway that because like that that he had that season because he had to there was nowhere to turn so i think that's i, I think it's fair i think it's a fair talking point but uh, to think that um this is, and I want to say this too, because Nicole is MVP. We talked about this throughout the year, but especially early in the season when I was hot about it, it's been treated like a one-off since the moment it happened. The first MVP has been treated like a one-off. They're like, okay, well, there's really no other candidates. Like Embiid, he doesn't have the availability, and Steph, it was just a month, and you know, Chris Paul, not no, that didn't quite. That's not quite an MVP candidate. The numbers don't look like that, and. Okay, well, you know what? Screw it. Give it to the Serbian in Denver. Appease the Denver fans. Like, let's, okay, the, the advance that no, we got it, give him the MVP. That was kind of the tone that you hear from the national media when reacting last year to the MVP, but especially in the first portion of this year when his name would get brought up in MVP discussion, when he was being laughed at. It was like, well, what? Like, he already won the MVP. I remember Richard Jefferson on ESPN. Well, he just won it last year because of that. And Zach Lowe was like, wait, he can't win it again? Like, what the hell are we talking about? So, and guys, by the way, and just, and you probably already heard it, just, Nikola is one of the most respected basketball players in the world by basketball people, not by the loudest minority, okay? People who watch this sport, who cover this sport, who cast votes clearly – there is no disrespecting of Nikola Jokic, okay? We got to move past that. You're talking about the two-time MVP now. Like, let's, we we got to move past that. You're going to hear some of it, though. You're going to hear Nick Wright say, oh, you know, last year he was the worst MVP in the last 35 years. Well, today's segment was probably Nikola Jokic is the worst ever back-to-back MVP. Like, it's coming if it's not there already. I would just... just look, this is best-case scenario, guys. This, this, this really is. Like... Set aside from winning a title or p- even playing in the NBA Finals, this is pretty damn cool. Now, where does Nikola go from here? Team success has to follow him. It has to, from a narrative standpoint. Now, it's not going to change his legacy like you're like two-time MVP. That speaks for itself. You're going to the Hall of Fame. You're going to be able to do a backflip into Springfield uh, on a first ballot. Seriously, like that's the way that this thing's going to shake out. Um. But to to now move to the big boy table to get to that like other wing of the Hall of Fame, well, you gotta play in the NBA Finals. You got to. And you think of someone um who didn't play in the finals that was on that list. Uh, I think just Nash. I think just Nash. Um Bill Russell, obviously, Will. He he definitely was in there. Uh Kareem, yep. Moses, yep. Larry, yep. Magic, yep, Michael, yep, Duncan, yep. Nash, no. LeBron, Steph, Giannis. Okay, so of the of the back to back MVPs, we know Nash um never made it to the NBA finals. And had some great teams. Those Suns teams. Oh my gosh. In the mid two thousands, like two thousand like three, four, five, six, somewhere in that range. I don't have it in front of me, but they were just tremendous. But even Steve Nash, like, no one wouldn't say Steve Nash is one one of the great basketball players of all time, but he gets held out of, like, the big, big boy conversations, all right? If Jokic ever won a title and you're mixing in an NBA championship in Denver, Colorado with multiple MVPs, well, when they come out with that list of the top, 50, it was uh, 25 years ago. This past year, was top 75. Next time they do it, top 100, and they rank them. And we talked about it when they came out with that list. We did the podcast on it. I mean, where could Jokic be? When at that time, he's not seventh in triple-doubles in NBA history at just age 27. He's fourth. And you say, oh, this guy. How many guys have won back-to-back MVPs? Which one of those is on the top five triple-doubles list? Uh, how many times were you top five MVP voting? Oh, Jokic just has has seven of those, eight of those. Okay, he just you you move into that separate wing, but without unlocking that team success to a company. Now he's made it to the Western Conference Finals, right? We we've seen that, and Nash was there as well. So it's not like he hasn't had any success. Uh, his his playoff numbers are tremendous, but again, to cross through that next level of threshold and. To not hear any of those silly conversations that are happening uh, in the last 12 hours and surely over the next 48 hours, it's got to have some team success that's more tangible um, than the Western Conference uh, Finals appearance in the bubble. Because, by the way, and for better or worse, this is just the way that it is, guys. Even though he made it to the Western Conference Finals, it will always, for not always, but for some, be, well, that was in the bubble. That was a total one off. Like that was, you know, that was just an anomaly, a rare time in human history when we are all staying inside and they made those guys go to Orlando and like it's already being said. I, I argue about it on the radio uh, regularly uh, with our buddy, James Merrill at from dot com. So, um, that's what's next for Jokic, but you, you can't control that right now, right? Some of the moves will be made this off season. We'll see what happens with the roster. We'll be continuing the mile high hoops podcast. And, and eventually, um, I do believe that this team is going to get there with Jokic as their one, a player. And, uh, It's going to be a fun journey, but we're in the midst of the journey. And this was a really fun benchmark uh, to to come on and react to. A second MVP. Incredible. Who else had some money on it? Because I remember. I remember where I was sitting at Brothers Barbecue. Day one of the NBA season. The Nuggets had yet to play a game. And we went through guy by guy from our panel and said, could Jokic win the MVP again? Four guys said no. One said yes. I'll give myself a little pat on the back. Uh, I said if he makes another undeniable case, there's nowhere to go if you make an undeniable case. And that's what Nikola Jokic did. Incredible stuff. Really, uh, really fun season uh, for uh, Nuggets fans that got to watch Nikola the way that I did. All right, we'll leave it there for now, guys. We'll check back in next week. Huge shout-out to our sponsor, uh, Superbook, proud sponsor of this podcast. And you could always help me out by liking, subscribing, sharing, all that good stuff. Hope you have a great rest of your week. And we'll check in next week right here on the Mile High Hoops Podcast.